0: Listeners can head over to W.GG and use the promo code MGTTM podcast to get 10% off your order. Looking for an alternative energy solution? Try W Energy. Thanks for listening, and thanks to W. Thor Love and Thunder is out in theaters now and sees the return of Chris Hemsworth as the title character Thor. He is joined by such actors as Christian Bale, Russell Crowe, Natalie Portman, Tisa Thompson, and many others. And this marks the 29th installment in the MCU movie franchise and the fourth Thor film. And one of the major things that I think is very decisive about this movie right now is the direction of phase four or the lack thereof if you talk to people. And I certainly agree with that statement. Where we had phase one, two, and three had a very clear path of where we would go, uh, phase Thor, phase Thor, Phase four is really open-ended right now. Uh, not quite sure where we're headed, not quite sure who the big bad is or what the end goal is for, you know, this part of the MCU. And I think that's where we're getting into some some MCU fatigue here. You know, I mentioned this is the 29th installment in the film franchise for the MCU. And that's not counting the Disney Plus shows with all these different threads. And I think that's part of the real problem with this movie. And although I like this movie, and I'll get more into that in a minute here, there's no real connective tissue. And even at the end of this, you get a glimpse of what they could do for a fifth Thor movie. And it's not all that intriguing to me. I'm not sure how everybody else feels about that. But really, I wasn't intrigued to see where else... Thor would go on his own. Now I did enjoy this movie. I liked it. And there's some things that I will get into and talk about some things that I didn't like. Um, and it's gonna be a little bit weird because some of the things that I liked, I'm also gonna say how it can hurt the MCU and kind of hurt this movie. So uh, I hope I make it clear in this review, you know, exactly my thoughts. So let's talk about this plot. If you've watched the trailer, You know that, to his surprise, uh, Thor is trying to find his place in the world, and that is kind of upended a little bit by the return of Jane Foster. Uh, Natalie Portman comes back to this franchise, and I thought she was really good in this movie. I'm not going to lie. I really enjoyed her. I enjoyed Natalie Portman. I think she's a very, very good actress, and it was great to see her, Um, but it definitely kicks up emotions for Thor, as he has not seen her uh, as he says in the movie it's been about eight years um, and, and it throws some some feelings in the way for him but also in his way is gore the god butcher played by christian bale who marks his debut in the mcu and christian bale's character gore has forsaken the gods after they rejected his pleas for help his daughter dies early in the movie And he is going to get revenge on the gods. And that's what really propels this movie is going after this, you know, this enemy, this new big bad in the movie. And I think Christian Bale does a very good job. I think there's a lot of things, though, that are cut Um it feels cut from this movie that he has more scenes uh, because they really only talk about what he has done. Now you get to see him fight Thor and Valkyrie and, you know, mighty Thor, Jane Foster's version. But when he's killing gods, as he does in this movie, it's all talked about. It's shown on a video screen or holographic screen. You don't get to see that. And I think that's one of the misses of this movie is he Isn't you know he doesn't really get that chance to shine and they show him killing gods, it's talked about, and then he gets fight scenes. Now he has some creepy scenes where he kidnaps the uh, kids of Asgard, um, new Asgard, I should say, but he doesn't get those really meaningful scenes, which hurts sort of this character in this movie. Now, I will say that one thing about this movie, and this is where I'm hopefully going to make all my thoughts clear this movie does a really good job with humor. I think this movie is really funny. Um, Much funnier than I thought. It is definitely the same style, obviously um, as Thor Ragnarok. You even get a returning cameo appearance from Matt Damon playing Loki, which I thought was really funny. He has some of like the weirdest cameos in movies, um, but ones that I always enjoy. So That was really cool, but the direction, the visual style of this movie is really, really good, especially some of the fight scenes with Gore where he's not in color and then the main characters are in color. It's really well done. It's a visually stunning movie. Um, Soundtrack is amazing. They use Guns N' Roses a lot, and even if you don't like Guns N' Roses, it fits this movie very, very well. I think this is a great soundtrack, a great visual score, and the humor does work. But the problem that I have when I think about this movie, this movie, I think, could have benefited from a more serious tone. And it's one of the things that I had a problem way back with in Endgame with Thor's character. Uh, this is a character that is going through severe depression and has some real mental health problems. And it was treated as a joke in Endgame. Um For a character that is really hurting emotionally. And there's a lot of humor in this. And again, the humor is funny. I laughed a lot. But this is a guy that is hurting. And everything is just a joke. And sometimes when that happens, you can't take everything seriously. And that's part of the problem. Now, I do know that there are people who, when they're nervous or when they're going through things. You know, they revert to joking and laughter, and that's how they try and hide it. But this movie does go back and forth. It feels like it doesn't know what tone it wants to take sometimes. And I think overall that hurts the movie when there are some really quality scenes in this movie. Uh, One particular where you find out that you know, early on in the movie, though, you find out Jane uh, has stage four cancer. She's dying and she is saved by Mjolnir. Uh, that power gives her increased health. But the stage four cancer is still there and it's it, it is still affecting her body. Now, that's one of the other problems in this movie is it glosses over her getting Mjolnir and it's just, oh, she's there and she's mighty Thor. Um and it does, you know, it, it takes away from that aspect of the movie. But also there's a really good scene where she is in the hospital and Thor comes to see her and she wants to get back into the fight. She wants to pick up the hammer and he tells her, no, she can't do that. It will kill her. And she wants to fight and she's like, why shouldn't I do this? Like, why shouldn't I take this time? And he says, because I love you. I've always loved you. And it's a really good scene. And Chris Hemsworth plays it really well. Like, you feel like he's really in love with her. But then the next scene is played for laughs, and there's jokes. And, again, this movie just flips back and forth on what it wants to be. And that hurts it, like I said. There are great action scenes. I think Jane Foster as Thor is really good there's some really great fight scenes with her the new way that Mjolnir actually fights and is how it was shattered by Hela in Thor Love and Thunder is played really well I like it I like all of it the way that she throws it and it splits apart, hits multiple enemies. That's done really good. There's a really funny subplot where Thor wants me on your back and Stormbreaker's insanely jealous and just kind of creeps around corners and things like that. That's played really well. It that's funny. But again, the movie just keeps flipping back and forth with its thoughts. And you know Russell Crowe, let's talk about some of the the you know, other actors and characters in this movie. Russell Crowe plays Zeus, and I don't think he's a good choice. And I hate to say this, but his physique does not, to me, transition to this all-powerful God. It just it doesn't work on screen when you're presenting him to be this all-powerful character. It's not a good look, and it kind of takes away – again it's a serious tone where they meet Zeus it's supposed to be serious they need help to battle the god butcher and it's just treated as a joke they talk about orgies you know he flicks chris uh, thor's clothes off you've seen that in the trailer that's a funny scene um you know they <laughs> they do put that on screen for quite a while actually where chris hemsworth actually is naked on screen um And it's funny, but the scene is supposed – they're supposed to be asking for serious help, and it's treated again as comedy. And it just – in that moment, it works, but then they try to go serious, and then they go back to joking, and then they go serious again. Uh, Again, it's just a roller coaster of what happens here. And that's the biggest problem, I think, with the MCU right now is – There's not a great direction, like I said, and that's one of the main complaints that I've heard about this movie and Phase 4 in general. There is no real direction. There are too many branching plots as to what is going on. Now, if you just watch this movie as a standalone, you'll get a lot of enjoyment out of it. But if you've been on the MCU train for as long as these fans have, it's starting to get confusing with all the disney plus shows with all these movies about what is going to be no pun intended the end game what is the main draw to phase four is it we're going to get the fantastic four and the x-men introduced into this universe is it we're going to see the next big bad how does kang the conqueror tie in certainly there's been rumors about dr doom and uh, a hot mic on howard stern um where is this going and Thor: Love and Thunder does not help in any way, shape, or form show you where Phase Four is going. It shows you a direction of where Thor Five could go, but again, that's not even interesting to me. Uh, for you know, you've seen the title, so you know this is a spoiler for your view. At the end credit scene, we get introduced to Hercules, and I don't care. I, I really don't. His look isn't good at all. And I'm just not interested in it. It it doesn't interest me at all that that's the direction that this could go. I think it was a huge mistake. And I think it left a really bad taste in the theater that I was in when I went and saw this movie, nobody really said anything. They were like, okay. Like after the end credit scene ended, it was like, so that's, that's it. There was no real interest to see what was going to come from that. And that is a really telling sign when, you know, people used to be looking forward to those end credits. And now it's like, they're not really doing anything with these end credit scenes in these Marvel movies to set up something that is insanely interesting that is going to happen next in either phase four or the next movie. Um, You know, you look at the projects in Phase 4, just movie-wise, Black Widow, way past its time that it should have came out. I understand COVID happened. You have Doctor Strange, which I personally love. You have Spider-Man No Way Home. You have The Eternals. All of these things that haven't been a hit with audiences except really No Way Home. They've made good money. Thor has opened up for the best box office that a Thor movie has, certainly making money. But, again, the the buzz is not what it used to be. So, again, I enjoy this movie. I do. Do I think it's perfect? No, it's it's not perfect. Again, it has some serious tone issues. But it is enjoyable. So if you're looking for a standalone movie to go and have fun, yeah, you're absolutely going to enjoy this. If you're looking for connective tissue, there are some major gaps and a lot of questions that you have to try and find answers for right now on your own or form your own opinions on what this is going to do which is again the biggest issue i have uh with phase four of this you know this current iteration that we're in of the mcu again great fight scenes great soundtrack visually super appealing great chemistry between the main characters um Even, you know, the cameo, really, that the Guardians of the Galaxy have. They have some really good scenes with Thor. The humor is very funny in this movie. I do think Gore is a good villain. There's definitely, to me, some cut scenes that probably could have added to his character. I do think Christian Bale was good in this role. But again, if your main goal is to find out where the franchise is going, you're going to be left with a lot to desire. So that's going to do it for my review of Thor Love and Thunder. I do recommend going to see this in theaters because, again, there is a good movie here. There is fun. There is great action. And you will enjoy it. I, I think you will really enjoy this movie. So I would definitely recommend going to see this in theaters. You know, I wouldn't wait. It's a fun time. It's a fun experience to go see this movie, take the family, kids, you know, on a date, whatever it is you're going to do to go see this movie. I definitely would go and check it out. So thank you so much for checking out this review. Make sure to hit the subscribe button below. Stay up to date. Leave your comments. And we will see you very soon at the next episode of Matt Goes to the Movies.